0: And welcome to Not For The Dinner Table. (laughs) Woo!
1: Yay!
0: That was a bit bigger than usual.
1: (laughs) There were three there, weren't there? There were three. And voices.
0: And voices. I hear
1: voices. So today we are having our one year anniversary party. Yay! 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 So we have got some of our friends and family to come with us on a little journey to Little Dean Guest House, which is next door to my house. <laughs> and <laughs> no, there's the husband, he'll be speaking lots, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so no we've come over to the guest house to have friends and family for a little party yep. of weird fact news.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. I'm
1: excited too. So cheers, everybody! Cheers! Cheers!
0: Cheers! Oh,
1: cheers, cheers! Cheers! Woohoo! So, um, how's your week been, Dave?
0: Oh, it's been shit. It's been oh, a shit. No. Shit week. It has been busy. It has so been. You just come back from holiday. Oh Calisee. yes. So I had a week oh. off in Fort Ventura, which was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Swimming in the sea. And you walked see? down the. Yeah, I got stung by a. What did I get stung by? Lobster. A sea urchin. A, a sea urchin? urchin? Yeah. You yeah, tread on it? yeah wow. treaded on it. Wow.
1: Wow. Trod, Trod on it. Did, did Matt <laughs> wee on <laughs> you? <laughs> did Matt wee on you?
0: No, because it wasn't a jellyfish.
1: Well, That's a what do you, you do again. for things like the urchin? <laughs> 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 just, let,
0: just let it, just let <laughs> it pass.
1: Just let it go.
0: Just had to get out of the sea. Okay. And then it was fine.
1: Oh, lovely. But
0: yes, Fort Ventura was very nice. Oh, Highly good. recommended. Well, Didn't really look into any folklore at all because mm. it was just poor It's a holiday, isn't it? Beach. Yeah.
1: And on every single photograph, I'm sure, I said this to you earlier, I'm sure that Matt booked out the whole hotel so there was no one else there.
0: <laughs> I wish that were true. Because
1: <laughs> uh, it looked deserted every time yeah. you took a photograph. There was no one there.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was good. How was, was, good, was your week?
1: Good fun. Yeah, it's been good. Good. It's been good. And he's been at school. Good. Yeah. In his so, little uniform. In his, his, his unicorn. Is that what he calls it? That's what it? he calls it. <laughs> he's like, Grandad bought me my unicorn. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute. Oh, so he's at my sister's tonight, though. Eh? He is. Woohoo! So Andy and I have got a free evening so it's party back at heron cottage yes
0: (laughs) yes it is
1: lots of fun right come on dave have you got any news
0: i have got three bits of news i've
1: got well i've got one bit. i think you might already have it
0: well you can do that bit if you want to
1: okay should we sing our jingle
0: Shall we sing the jingle? Have okay. we got anybody that wants to help us sing the anybody jingle? Anybody
1: knows. Anybody knows it. So there's okay. a signal that jingle. we
0: use for the jingle. There's,
1: there's a <laughs> jingle signal, which yeah. is No, no news, news is good news, news, but news, but some news
0: might be nice news. news. Not for the dinner table.
1: News. News. That was, that was amazing! Yay. 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 <laughs> roar, roar. <laughs> yeah. Cast yeah. Over. Yeah, done. <laughs> right, Drop the there. mic. We're done. That was yeah. it. Oh, brilliant! Well done, everybody.
0: So the first bit of news I've got is about the witch memorial. Have you heard about this, though? Nope. Has anybody heard about this? No. 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 So this was reported in the BBC News on the 18th of September, and proposals have been unveiled for a national memorial to all those condemned as witches in Scotland during the 16th and 18th oh. centuries. Brother. Yes. Yeah. The memorial will be built on the coast at the Ness in Torryburn in Fife. And this site is in particular importance because it was where Lilius Addy was buried after being forced to confess that she was a witch.
1: Wow. Yeah. Is she alive?
0: No, she was dead. <laughs> yeah, when they found her, yeah. She wasn't buried oh. alive. I mean, Boy, even if she, she was she buried was alive, she was dead. She was She's dead. Dead. She's still She's dead. dead. She's dead then. She's dead. Uh, She's dead now. Where is she? Cool. or is she
1: oh. Oh. we could
0: feature her in uh, the UK craft oh, I thought that you put yeah, that on Instagram in I'm yeah. waiting for the call from Disney thank you for tagging them all in it <laughs> 20th Century Fox tagged <laughs> Warner Brothers well, tagged
1: <laughs> I think it's good to do that Yeah, it spreads the word it it does. Like, what a great caster you
0: would be yeah mm-hmm. I need to be a casting director. You really
1: do, because that was, I think, and they've actually mm-hmm. released who it's going to be, haven't they? No, I
0: don't know any of them, do you? No,
1: I don't either, and I think it would be better with your cast. Yeah. Definitely.
0: So, my second bit of news, though, yes. concerns Nessie.
1: No. Yes.
0: So, can you remember way back when, in episode four, we talked about a significant investigation yes! into Loch Ness? where they were going to take DNA samples. Yes. And this was the study that if the Loch Ness monster existed, they would find its DNA.
1: I really hope they find it.
0: Well, they didn't. Oh. <laughs> so, oh,
1: yeah. What did they find?
0: Well, what they did find was a shocking amount of eel DNA. What? As in Isn't everywhere? An eel? Well, that's what they're claiming. Do
1: you think Ness is a big eel? <laughs> so, I think it's a small Huge. Uh.
0: It was undertaken from geneticist Professor Neil Jamel, who we yes. spoke about. Yeah. And it was so abundant in the water, the DNA of eels, mm-hmm. there was a conclusion made that giant eels could reside in the lock. Yeah. The professor conducting the study stated Our data doesn't reveal the eel's size, but the sheer quantity of the material says that we can't discount the possibility that there may be a giant eel. Oh. Therefore, we can't discount the possibility that what people see and believe as the Loch Ness Monster might be a giant eel.
1: Well, I thought that one of the photographs of alleged Nessie was actually proved to be a giant eel or an eel.
0: Or a sturgeon?
1: Um, maybe I've got it wrong. A sturgeon, maybe. It's a bit more fishy. It's a bit a more, fishy more fishy than eely. y So I've got the last bit of news, David, yes, and um, we are excited to announce that we've got new intro music. We
0: have. Oh.
1: So listeners to the show
0: may have been a bit surprised yeah. at the intro music to you this. You might have
1: thought, "What's happened? This is not not for the dinner table." What's but it happened is to it. But it is. That's our new introduction music. And it is to celebrate our first year anniversary. Yes. It's fabulous. And it's by Chris Scott.
0: Yes, a massive, massive big thank you to Chris. Yes,
1: thank you, Scott. uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Chris has a podcast called Ask Karen, and you can find it wherever you found Not For The Dinner Table. And we highly recommend it. It's a great podcast. It's brilliant. And thank you, Chris.
1: Thank you, Chris. (laughs) Not Scott. (laughs)
0: So the premise for tonight's episode, ladies and gentlemen and listeners, is that we are going to be sharing just some weird facts. We've invited our friends and family and fellow podcasters to come on board and share some facts with us, so... We're going to be taking it in turns. We're between ourselves, our lovely guests in the room, and also some podcasters from far and wide. And we've even got two special listener stories from podcasters as well, which we will share at the end of the show. Very exciting. So you can absolutely go first.
1: Okay, so... I told Andy this one last night, and he immediately did it. So I just want to see if anybody does it or tries to do it. It is impossible to lick your own elbow. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So everyone. Oh my god! <laughs> <ones. laughs> That's my dad's
2: back too. You that, chose that's one. You, you, you oh. chose the same possible fact out of the twenty-five. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: well. yeah, but that was number one on the weirdfacts.com. Um,
1: yeah. Shut up, Rob. No, it <laughs> isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, everybody tried to lick their own elbow. Then can other people lick your elbow? Yeah, Dave can lick mine. Um, yes that's my first one
0: fabulous
1: do you want to have one too (laughs) well
0: okay so i tried to base all of the facts on our previous episodes
1: i know you did because you're a smarty pants aren't you
0: so in episode one it was titled dead things in (sighs) chimneys
1: the best that was the best i wish we could go back and do it again
0: so, in California, a burglar died a horrific death when he got stuck in a chimney. Brilliant. It wasn't the first case of someone dying this way in a chimney, but what made it so horrendous was that the homeowner lit a fire whilst the burglar was in there.
1: Serves him right.
0: When the homeowner heard the screaming, he called the authorities, but the heat and smoke had already killed the oh, intruder. Well, I feel bad, now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Ish. don't break and enter through the chimney. Through the chimney? Don't you do might... it. Yeah, I
2: thought of Christmas. Yeah. Remember yeah. yeah. when, when was this? Is this
0: recently? I didn't get that piece of information, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think harsh. I think it was in the early two thousands. Oh. Was
1: it? Yeah, like, so
0: it was recent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Victorian era, you? Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't in the Victorian
1: era. <laughs> 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 right, Dave. Yes. Shall we go to one of our lovely people around the table? Yes. fact. Who shall we go for first?
0: Whoever. Who would like to go? Does anyone have a Anybody burning desire?
1: To? Oh, Dad. Come on, Dad. Come on down. It's Nigel Come on Greenhouse. down, Nigel. It,
3: it isn't out of a book of weird facts.
1: Okay, it's that's good. It's
3: something I saw on the internet today, and that um, there's an enormous uh, radioactive gas bubble coming out of the black hole at the centre of the Milky Way.
1: Wow! wow. That's a terrifying. good weird fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. weird so and terrifying. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Puts Braxton's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, that was good.
0: Do you want me, do you want me to do another one? See, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got quite a few. You can low. have some of these no, as well on. if you want. Um, so in episode two, it was called How Do You Say... Go gaol Gowl Jail. gaol. Mm. It's pronounced jail, isn't it, Andy? Jail. So one of the most terrifying prisons... Prisms?
1: Prisms.
0: (laughs) One of the most terrifying prisons of all time is that of the prison in Urga in Mongolia. In 1918, the explorer Roy Chapman Andrews arrived in Urga and was given a tour of the prison. He described what he saw as the worst conditions he'd ever seen. Prisoners essentially lived in coffins. Housed in four foot by three foot boxes, prisoners could reach through a single six-inch hole to receive food rations and blankets. Guards only cleaned the boxes every few weeks or when they felt like it. And due to the length of time spent in the boxes, the prisoners' limbs atrophied and they didn't live very long.
1: Oh, that's gross. Yeah. So gross. Imagine living
0: in a box. Living in a a cardboard box. box.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Everyone a uh, winner. Oh, oh, Dave. Oh. That was that a one. Nice. Saturday always special,
0: that
1: point. Yeah.
4: <laughs> well,
1: right, should we do another one from around the table?
0: yeah go on come then. come on Matthew come on die
1: Matthew so this is okay. Dave's husband Matthew
5: hello now. <laughs> so mine isn't a weird fact but it's a topical fact and I thought it was quite topical because of all the drama that was been going on between Disney and Sony over the wow. last few weeks so apparently in 1998 Sony had the chance to buy the rights to almost every Marvel character for 25 million but they opted to only buy the rights to Spider-Man for 7 million stating nobody gives a shit about the other Marvel
1: characters <gasps> <laughs> I think they might be regretting that
5: slightly now. Definitely. How wrong
1: they were. So wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. Thank um, you, Matthew. That was brilliant. So, should we have a fact from a
0: podcast?
1: Okay, let's have a fact from a podcast.
0: So, this fact comes to us from Friends in Your Ears.
6: Hooray! Hi, Sophie and Dave. It's Kathy from Friends in Your Ears wishing you a happy anniversary. I just wanted to say congratulations on all of your hard work. I have a fact I want to share with you about the birthday song because this is your podcast birthday. The happy birthday song was was created in 1893 by teacher Mildred Hall. It was originally meant to be sung as children entered the classroom and was called Good Morning to You. It got popular and was sung outside schools and became Happy Birthday to You. The song is also protected under copyright until at least 2030. Friends in Your Ears is a podcast about podcasters talking about their favorite podcasts and is a great place to make sure you never run out of good shows to listen to. You can find us online at friendsinyourears.com and on Twitter at Friends in Ears. I hope you both celebrate your birthday with a ton of fun podcasts to listen to.
1: Thanks, Cathy. That was amazing. Yeah, thanks,
0: Cathy. That was awesome. We I, loved it. I love
1: knowing about the birthday song.
0: Yes. And I was on the Friends in Your Ears podcast. I know. I think it was episode thirty-one. Thanks, Kathy, and definitely yeah. check out Friends in Your Ears podcast if you like a podcast where podcasters talk about podcasts.
1: Too many podcasts there. Yeah, podcast. I can't even say it. Wrong. No podcasts. There we are. Job done. Fabulous. Right. What do you want now? One of yours, one of mine, one of the tables.
0: Oh, should we have one of yours?
1: Come on, ma'am. <laughs> A chef's hat has exactly 100 pleats meant to represent, represent, <laughs> Jesus Christ, represent the 100 ways to cook an egg.
0: What? Ooh. Apparently so. Is there 100 ways you can cook I an egg? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I right. think it's about five. that. What can we think can of? Poached. Cake, scrambles. Scrambles. Oh yes. So so how do you coddle yes. Was that something this, is, this is in why band-
0: Jean is here. Yeah.
1: That's why Jean is, is that here. Barbecue. Band- barbecue barbecue an right.
0: egg. Yeah, you can barbecue an egg do you do
1: okay. if you put it in an avocado
0: and then you really put it on the, on the grill. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> barbecues <Yeah>. the egg.
1: I'm gonna barbecue the egg.
0: Iron. Iron and egg. How
4: can you barbecue an egg?
1: Dave just told me. So, yeah, if you, yeah. an egg.
0: so if you want to iron an egg, you turn the iron on and then you crack the egg on the iron.
1: Uh, Would it not go down the little holes? Yes.
0: A little bit of it does, really? yes.
4: Can <laughs> <laughs> you
0: steam it? You can steam an egg, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. On Yeah, boil it in a kettle. Yeah. Yeah. It it's endless. It's endless. press the steam button. button, it'll fire yeah. it Fry on a car bonnet. I'll tell you everyone. That's my fave bonnet. in the summer. So Fry on a car bonnet. Oh yeah, on the pavement, yeah. Excellent. Anyway, that was that was alright, not it? Yeah. <laughs> I liked that. One. Go on, Dave, you do one, because you've got
0: um, 10,000. So, episode three, we talked about cryptids. And big cats, also known as phantom cats, Ooh. are one of the most well-known UK cryptid. Yes. But how many big cat sightings were there in Gloucestershire in 2017? Ooh. Was it three, five, or 15? Oh. You know, so you can't answer. It's
1: all the same bloke as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Three. Okay. i
0: 15. <laughs> yeah. okay. 15, right. 15, 15, fifteen. Fifteen. Five. Three. Five. five, five, five 15,
5: fifteen.
1: Five. It is five. Wow. Well done.
0: Well done.
5: Yeah. And were they yeah.
1: all in the forest, <laughs> Dean, or all over
0: Gloucestershire? Well, that's a great question, Sophie. One of the recitings was a group of seven people who were out for a walk, and they said that they were stalked by a growling big cat for more than a mile.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. They
0: claimed that the panther-like creature followed them from Woodchester Park Boathouse to Nailsworth Car Park, and I think there's actually one that's just yeah. come outside. <laughs> so- <laughs> What's Monty. That?
1: Well, I think there's definitely big cats in the forest. Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Big cats, big boars.
7: Yeah, I know somebody who saw one
2: over there in the woods at Chestnut Wood. They were just over there. That was our cat, Mrs. Tiddles. Oh, That's <laughs> where oh. right. oh. she yeah. off oh, and held it. was a very mm. big black cat. Very old. Who saw that? Uh, Martin Turner. Yeah.
1: The little dean panther. Look like a panther. Well, that's
8: yeah, that. I think it wasn't. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the little dean panther. Got a hashtag to saw today? Yeah. Today. <laughs> Who's a little dean cougar. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's panther. <laughs> <say. laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right. <laughs> so Another
0: one from the table? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Oh. Okay. God Gina, Go on, okay, Gina. come on. on. A, a bit long, but. Oh Mob. bloody hell. Get it the way though, come on. You're prepared. Well,
0: hopefully. Well no, done, no, Gina.
1: Gina is our oh. true
0: crime specialist, yeah, listeners.
1: Gina, Gina helped us out loads in the Fred West True Crime. She is. Because I'm interested You are Not involved I'm interested <laughs> <laughs> well, So
8: my oh. fact is kind of medical but mainly mythical Oh! Um, but it is about the wandering womb I don't know if wow. anyone's ever heard of this wow. But from ancient greek times up until the late 1600s which for comparison's sake was the time when doctors could dissect the whole human circularity system i said that wrong circulatory system <laughs> um, to observe it um, so they were quite advanced in their medical practices it was still believed that women could fall victim to a condition called the wandering womb the idea... That's the, my favourite. It's great. Yeah. So the idea was that a womb was almost animal-like, with a mind of its own, and could travel independently around the woman's body. <laughs> this. Like unsurpr- inside
1: of your body? No,
8: just around no, inside the body. body. I mean, obviously it wasn't visible, because, you know... What's in
1: my eye? It's... Wait, well, just travelling around.
8: In my eye! But, unsurprisingly, but womb this womb. would make a woman mad. What? Totally no. mad! Um... It's exactly hysterical, hysterical. yes, mm-hmm. so, yeah. and surprisingly <laughs> this is always doctor. also linked to witchcraft and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all that other stuff that women had to put up with. So, this is where we get the term hysteria, which comes from the word hysteria, which was the ancient Greek word for woo.
4: Ah. 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 And I would
8: just like to read a little um, theory of the wandering womb which was translated in 1856 from the Ancient Greek Physicians Theory which was from the 2nd century AD. So just bear with me while I find this, hang on. Come Come on Gina, here we go. So, in the middle of the flanks of a woman lies the womb, a female organ closely resembling an animal. What? For it is moved of itself hither and thither, the flanks also upwards in a direct line to below the cartilage of the thorax and also obliquely to the right or to the left, either to the liver or the spleen. It is likewise subject to prolapses downwards. In a word, it is altogether erratic. (laughs) 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 It delights also in fragrant smells and advances towards them. And it has an aversion to fetid smells and flees from them. And on the whole, the womb is like an animal within an animal.
1: Because women are animals. Women are animals.
0: So, yes. well, That's so nice. amazing, yeah, that Gina. Oh, well done.
1: Well done. Gina, well done.
0: Gina, don't go, don't
1: go. Yeah, don't, don't, go. don't go. I'm
0: not okay. um, I want you to stay here. I'm going to jump ahead with my facts because okay. I found a fact relating to the West murders oh, yes. that I think yes. you might like. Okay. Back in 2014, Donald Trump was tricked into retweeting a picture of Fred and Rose West. A fellow Twitter user, a oh. no, a fellow Twitter user, tagged him in a tweet with a photo of the murderous couple. The user claimed that they were the dead, their dead parents, and that they had always looked up to Trump for inspiration. Trump retweeted the entire message, not knowing it was a picture of the West. This is
4: amazing.
0: He later deleted the tweet and threatened to sue. <laughs>
4: wow. What, yeah. West? so he wants yeah, to the Wests? Yeah, the Wests, yeah. We okay. <laughs> were like,
0: he's, he's <laughs> Don he's Trump, he's dead. <laughs> dead. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Just,
3: just in relation to that, I understand that Leo Goatly, obviously a solicitor for Rose West, his autobiography... Something around that is coming out in a couple of weeks' time. Ooh. And instantly, it lives on our road. Yes. And instantly, I walked
8: past him the other day, instantly. on on purpose no just
0: (laughs) i walked past him because i was outside his bushes (laughs) (laughs)
1: how rob got gina to move to gloucester no 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 no,
8: no. weirdly we've been living in gloucester for well coming up for six years now and last christmas there was a a big west documentary on we were Mm. watching it and rob just dropped in he went you know rose west solicitor lives on our road i was like no! <laughs> no. What?
0: And then you put your coat on. I was like, That's and you've it? been outside his Anna. house ever since.
8: Yeah.
0: Go, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>, long lens.
8: <laughs> yeah. He's like, can I help you?
0: No, no. <laughs> I'm just here. Andy, I've got, a, I've got a fact for you as well that oh, I thought that you that might quite awesome. like. So this is to do with Space Force and our, our Space Force and Crop Circles episode. Oh, brilliant. Episode five. Did you know? that an explanation for crop circles in the 1980s was that the patterns were accidentally produced by the especially vigorous sexual activity of hedgehogs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. Yes, I
2: love it. I just, I think that's the
1: explanation
2: that we all need to take. Organised <laughs> hedgehogs. why
8: had the, the hedgehogs hadn't been having sex then until the early just until until the nineties? Yeah. no. Until when?
0: The hedgehogs no, 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 were no, no, like, we how do how finished. do we spice up our sex life? Let's go and create <laughs> some crop Let circles. Let's some
1: really crazy patterns <laughs> in the corn. Let's do <laughs> it. Or a
2: field of wheat. Yeah, yeah. Or wheat. A Field of wheat. That's
1: so,
2: yeah, they're all
8: made
2: by Theresa You is. see what they all made They're all made by All these hedgehogs,
1: stone off their tits. It's not a good idea, <laughs> no. is it? They start roaming
0: around his circles. Oh, dear. <laughs> right. Should we have uh, another we have podcaster? Have
4: a little um,
1: podcaster? Yeah. Who are we going to do? These guys?
0: Yes. Let's so, go. let's go over to our friends at Oddity Files. Okay. The podcast. The pod-
9: Congratulations. Not for the dinner table. Yay. one year old. One year old. Just a baby. Well, you're older than we are. <laughs> That's true. That you were going to hold that against you the entire time. I'm Kitsy Duncan. And I'm Clayton Abbott. And we are Oddity Files,
10: the, the podcast. podcast.
9: And we wanted to send in something weird. So here's my quick little weird fact. Did you know that a decade ago, Visitors at the Petrified Forest National Park were stealing the park's petrified wood at the rate of 12 tons a year. 12 tons of rocks. Well,
5: technically, petrified wood. but
9: (laughs) That's a lot. Anyway, do you want to know why they stopped? Because they're all cursed. Cursed. People were sending them back with notes saying, please take this back. I shouldn't have stole it. I am so sorry. Um, My life's been...
5: Life has been hell since... Absolutely. And then they send the rocks back or the petrified wood and they get better.
9: I and I guess they post the notes everywhere to discourage people from taking them. So yeah. Clayton, are you gonna steal a petrified wood? Absolutely. From? No you're not. I'll just not- keep it here. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Well that's our weird story and um David and Sophie, you guys are amazing. Thank you. We love so- you guys. Yes. Cannot thanks. wait to
5: see you again. Can't wait. All the drinks.
9: All the bourbon. All the bourbon. And all the haunted locations. Yes. Yes. All, yes. All of them. Yeah. So um, hook us up, guys. Uh, Yeah. Can't wait to see you. Bye. Bye. Weird to new cool. Ghost on.
1: Thank you so much, Kitsy and Clayton and DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. We love you. Yes,
0: so Oddity Files, much. the podcast. Go check it out. It's absolutely amazing.
1: And the TV show.
0: On Amazon Prime. Yes, yeah, so good. <laughs> and the offer still stands, guys.
1: Yep. Oh, here's Dad. He'll tell you. Yeah. Oddity Files want to come and uh, investigate Brain Court. Oh, anytime. Anytime. So come on over. The
0: old fashions are ready.
1: They are ready. Right, now we have my husband, Andrew, here to tell you a weird fact.
2: So, my fact relates to um, football slash soccer. No. Yes.
1: It does. <laughs> it does.
2: There's nothing particularly paranormal about this. Uh, the weird thing, I suppose, is the longevity, and it relates to the male football player, soccer player, who's made the most... Competitive appearances throughout his career, and he made one thousand and eighty-three competitive appearances. I and mean. those who know their their football and soccer will be thinking, oh, "I'd be someone like Pele or someone like uh, you
1: know." All of Gary our Lincoln. audience
2: are
1: <laughs> on the edge of their seats.
2: I was going to say Pele. So the uh, person who holds the most uh, competitive appearances is a guy called Paul Bastock Ooh. who um, finally retired last year at the age of 48 oh, that's wow. that's old. after playing his last competitive game in a uh, county cup match which oh. counts for Kings Lynn. Welcome. Wow. I know and he's now the assistant manager and I know this because uh, Kings Lynn, who, based in East Anglia, uh, play in the same league as Gloucester City. <laughs>
1: hey, which is the uh, city! On,
2: it. <laughs> 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 Tigers! <laughs> red and yellow. That's it. And, um, and he's had an amazing career. He made his debut in 1987. Wow. He went oh. on to play 500 times for Boston United, and that's not uh, obviously in the US, but in Lincolnshire in the yeah. UK. And he played over a hundred times for three or four other clubs as well. Wow! So that is a global record holder, not like someone that anyone would know anything about. That is a fantastic, amazing. Fantastic, yeah. Fantastic, yeah. Thank you.
1: Weird fact. Weird
2: for longevity. Facts.
1: Fact. Fact.
2: One thousand and eighty-three appearances. <laughs> well what, what done. What's his
1: again?
0: Paul Bastock.
3: Paul Bastock.
0: Congratulations, yeah. Paul. Well done. Oh, well done. Yeah.
1: Well done Paul Thank you very much Andy I would have expected nothing less than a football fact from you Bye (laughs) Also Andy doesn't sound like that all the time he uh, has got a weird laryngitis thing for about a month, so he sounds like a sex phone worker.
0: Uh, so, Soph, in episode yes. four, which was called wow. Protect Your Shirokodama, oh, yes. which was one of my absolute favourites. my
1: favorite yeah. too.
0: Where's your Shirokodama?
1: On your head? No, no it's in, your, in bum, your ass. In your ass. And there's spoonies in your head. What? Oh, my God. I'm confused now. Wasn't it the turtle-like creature? Yeah, the kappa. Yeah, with the, ca- uh, the kappa. Yeah.
0: Yes. So, that's,
1: what, that's where I went to.
0: But With the scoop yeah, in his this, head. Yes, yeah. and you make him tip the water yeah. out. Yeah. So there are supposedly mummified remains of a kappa on display in, in Japan. What? Yes. I'm going to butcher this because I've had a lot of Prosecco. They are said to be the remains of a kappa, which was supposedly shot in 1818 by a farmer. They were given to the Miyakonijō Shimazu family and are now on display in the family's residence on the island of Kyushu in Japan. Wow! But this is not the first time kappa mummies have been discovered.
1: Kappa mummies.
0: But these. What I
1: am. (laughs) However. Kappa Kappa, Kappa Kappa mummy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
0: they were seen throughout the 1990s on playgrounds throughout the office.
4: UK <laughs>
0: <laughs> and were referred to as Kappa slappers rather Kappa than Kappa Lappers. mummies now we're Kappa
1: mummies <laughs> with their bizarre it ways
0: <laughs> I don't even need to finish the rest of that fact
1: and that was amazing drugs. yes well, I love it brilliant right I think we need to call Chloe Austin up here
7: um, okay, so mine's not a fact,
1: but okay.
7: it's a story ah. about my mum. <laughs> um, bit. So she grew up in New Orleans, and she was out one night, well I probably wasn't that late, she was quite young. but um, How old? Eight-ish. Little. Uh, very little. But back really then old. didn't, like that was fine. Mm. Um, and she was with a friend, and this was the whole, this was like the same kind of time that Ted Bundy was around. He's giving us a Ted Bundy fact, clue? It's a story that could be factual. Oh,
4: excellent! Ooh. my
7: yeah.
1: favourite type Sorry. of
7: story. <laughs> could be. It, it could be. Um, right. So they were walking around Georgetown. Yeah. Doing, I have no idea, just walking. Um, and <laughs> and um, um, like mustardy brownie beetle came like up behind them. And. Uh, Started following them. Wow. Well, my, so my mum thinks, started following them around where they were and they walked back into Georgetown. Yeah. And um, it followed them in. And so at that point, mum and her friend Sissy uh, freaked out, yeah. ran. So they split up from each other. What? Yes. They split up from each other. And I think Sissy ran to somebody's house. Or her house? No, it wasn't hers. She ran to somebody else's house anyway. Where that lived in Georgetown. Here? Mum, can't wait to Mum, my genius mother yeah. ran into a lit up,
1: yeah,
7: uh, laundrette.
1: Amazing.
7: Uh, that they had in Georgetown. That was like one way in, one way out.
1: Um, And I think what? Did she hide in a tumble dryer? That's all I want to know.
7: <laughs> I feel like that would make my story so much I, better. I wanted to get yeah. in.
1: Yeah.
7: But no so she I mean, she
1: hid in a tumble dryer and somebody turned it on
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that explains a lot about why, why, she, why she... she yeah <laughs> yeah that's why, why we're like how we are <laughs> <laughs> oh okay.
1: no oh
7: that's such a better ending no possibly. no no sorry so
2: the real ending is that she
7: ended up having four children, got married, and just had a normal life. Oh, that's boring! <laughs> Did you say normal life?
1: <laughs> what's the real ending? <laughs> um, so, Standard. the real ending...
7: <laughs> the real ending I is...
1: Real
7: <laughs> uh, so, she ran into the laundrette and then realised that there was only one way in and one way out and was like, oh, no, what do I do? And I think she, I think she ended up like running, running back out the way that she came in and then back to... I think she went to Sissy's house. Uh-huh, okay. And Sissy wasn't at Sissy's house. Sissy was at somebody else's house. Oh, no. So she much they got away. If they it was away. Ted Bundy, if it wasn't Ted Bundy, and it was just some people thought, oh, it's be funny. If it was Ted
1: Bundy and they didn't get away, you wouldn't be here. I wouldn't
7: be here right now. No. I know. Craziness. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Or my mum <clears throat> got away. Could have gotten away. That's crazy,
1: man. That's awesome. Thank God she did not, awesome. think, she did not yeah. get in the tumble dryer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that probably wouldn't have ended
0: well disc- done, Chloe. That was good. Thank yes. you. Well done, Chloe. We love that. A real life Did you not know
1: that? Real one? life farm story. No. You no. didn't know that. No, one. I didn't.
0: Shall I go next? Yeah, go for it.
1: Okay. High heels were traditionally worn by men. The Parisian That's cavalry so wore inch high heels, and the trend spread That's through nothing. Europe. High heel- heels became associated. With the upper classes because only people who were upper class be- could own horses.
0: Ah.
1: Mm. I've got high heels on today.
0: You do? Where's do- your horse? I don't yeah. usually
1: wear them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, in episode six, we talked about superstitions, and quite aptly, what I'm about to talk about is actually in this room oh, right now.
4: Yes. So
0: one superstition is to not place two mirrors opposite each other. Yeah.
1: Which is what they've done in Little Dean House. Yes.
0: This superstition originates in Mexico, but is also found in other countries. Mirrors that face each other create an infinite reflection. That's so true. The superstition is that it creates a doorway for the devil to come through. So, hopefully, we'll get to the end of this podcast before he shows up.
1: I hope so. Oh, he could do a fact. But if he also, yeah, up, He could do really... It would be great really for, yeah. for
5: the podcast.
0: Only if he brings a fact, though. Because if he hasn't facts. brought a fact, I'm like, off
1: Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but also, there's loads of mirrors in here. Yeah. Yeah, there are it's I feel like I'm in Versailles.
7: I don't. In
1: I the hall of mirrors. <laughs> 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 I'm I can't see myself this is Little Dean's version of the Hall of Mirrors Mm -hmm. this is it
0: so I'm going to go straight into another one if that's okay okay, because there's so many Uh, so in episode 7 Cursed Movies we talked about The Wizard of Oz and the curses surrounding it love it but did you know that in the scene where they're in the poppy field and it starts to snow that the snow is actually made of asbestos
4: what yes
0: they should not have been as relaxed as they were in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Asbestos was used as a popular Christmas decoration at the time in the United States mm. and Europe. And as that's snow. why it was used as snow oh, okay. in the film.
3: It's surprising that Uncle Lumpus ever survived.
0: Weren't Impa in <laughs> well, they, they weren't Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah. Yeah. No. Are you thinking yeah. about munchkins?
1: Right, come on, Luke. Come <gasps> tell us a weird fact. This oh.
5: so mine really is one that I just got off like weirdfacts.com. Um, but did you know that a female dragonfly will pretend to be dead to. St- to stop any male advances that should have oh, oh, yeah. been more. we've all been
0: there.
11: The same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I read that, I was like, that's, that, that's like, mood. I'm not
0: doing it! Sounds like I'm
4: going to
0: Sounds like my fake blood all over your face. <laughs> 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 oh, oh,
1: that's yeah. Well oh, then, oh, That
4: time. is fantastic. That caused an <laughs> uproar. It did. It
0: an uproar. <laughs> so yeah, now we're gonna go over to Bailey and Vanessa from the Booze and Spirits podcast.
1: I love them. Mm-hmm. Hi, Sophie and David. It's Bailey
9: and Vanessa from the Booze and Spirits podcast. Happy one year! We have a spooky drink to share with y'all and an even spookier fact. Our spooky cocktail is the Devil's Margarita. To make this, you will need one and a half ounces of silver tequila, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, and some Cabernet. In a shaker with ice, combine the tequila, lime juice, and simple syrup, then pour into a chilled glass. Use a spoon at a 45 degree angle and add the wine to the top and you'll have
12: a gradient drink. So enjoy. Now that you have your drink, we can move to the spookier fact. The Ouija board or talking spirit board is known to be used to get in touch with ghosts or even worse, demons. But in the late 1800s and early 1900s, it was marketed as a dating activity. The couple sits across from each other with the Ouija board between them. Spice up your next Tinder date with the Ouija board. Bye.
1: So we definitely want to try that cocktail. Yes. It sounds marvellous.
0: Oh my gosh. And that fact about the Ouija board is so weird. I can't believe that it used to be used... As a dating, like, activity. I
1: know. Chloe could do that on her next Tinder date. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't you, Chloe? (laughs) She's so cross with me now. Thanks, Bailey and Vanessa. (laughs) Thank you.
0: And absolutely go and check out their uh, Twitter because they post new cocktails every single week.
1: Um. They're fabulous.
0: Yes, and they're fabulous.
1: Um, so I've got a little fact about the Ouija board. Oh, okay. Shall I tell you my fact? Yeah. So the modern Ouija board got its name by asking the board what it should be called. And when the board was asked what Ouija meant, it spells out good luck.
0: Oh. oh, what, no, Ouija meant good luck? Yeah. Oh, well, not just going like, good luck. No,
1: good yeah. luck. Yeah. You're <laughs> going to get it. fucked right now because yeah. you've just That's done a Ouija good. board. That sounds like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was great. Right, come on, Dave, hit me.
0: OK, so in episode eight, we took a dalliance into witchcraft. Oh, yes. But did you know that the alleged first ever witch trial was conducted in 1324 in Kilkenny in Ireland? Dame Alice de Kettle, who outlived four of her husbands, was accused by the children of her last husband of being a witch because they lost their inheritance. They accused her of casting evil spells and poisoning their father. The claim was brought to the bishop who imprisoned her and her servants who then went on to confess of the sorcery. It is alleged that she was then burned at the stake. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. I know. I don't think I'd ever want to be a witch in case I get burned at the stage. I don't
0: think that's going to happen nowadays.
1: Oh, or. Come on, that's Gina. Right. Impropty facts. So, you. if, your,
8: if your family member was condemned to be burned at the stake, sometimes they would be given a little pouch they could wear around their neck that had gunpowder in it. And
1: blow their head off. Would yes! hopefully end it
8: sooner. I don't yeah. know if it always worked. might make it worse. I'm not sure. Oh. But that's, that's what family
1: right. members used to do. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I've just read um, a book. Me and Andy uh, have just read a book called... Oh, shit. can't remember what it's called. He'll tell me in a minute when he comes in. But they, there's a, a witch being burnt at the stake and she's got a bag of gun pounded right, pounded around is. her neck and it oh, blows God. off her head! That's yeah. probably what I did I did not know that! Oh, I no. Yeah! so nice!
11: Just like that. That. no <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, because no, the if you think of,
0: a, no but if you think about it the flames are still going to have to go up quite oh, high yeah, to get oh, to the gun yeah. so you're still going to be in a lot of you've you probably
1: shot. you've you passed out by it. the pain by the or there, round, your your tummy. Tummy. Oh. round your tummy round oh. your tummy and then it oh. might yeah. I love be, that
0: we're talking about where we would prefer it the pouch to be placed. Where would you yeah, prefer your so, gunpowder? No, you
1: right, today? On oh, oh, oh. well, you want it near... Oh. You want
8: string of them, so I want them to be, like, a long, pendent... Down your body. No.
4: No.
11: So, sticking... Sticking... Yeah.
8: All
1: right, no smacking the table.
0: Sticking with witchy things... ...and moving on to episode nine, so Yeah.
1: gunpowder.
0: The concept of magic wands was invented by the ancient Greek writer Homer. Oh! Yes. It featured in his books The Iliad and The Odyssey. In those books, Homer used the word Rabdos, which means rod. He wrote that magic wands were used by three different gods. Hermes, Athena and Circe.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to do another one or shall we go on to...
0: Yes. So episode 11 because we did the west murder strange things from up above when you google strange things of up above yeah. not for the dinner table is the second result Yay! on the page Yay! <laughs> oh, that
1: is the best, best best thing ever yes that's amazing yeah i love that that's so cool
10: What's the first? oh, oh, oh come on <Rob>.
1: Right, Rob, get round here and give us your fact then. I think it's your fact that's
3: first on the page, actually, Rob. What's
0: that? (laughs) Your fact.
3: (laughs) So, my fact is about William Shakespeare. (gasps) Old Willy Shakes himself. Oh, Oh, shakers. Willy shakers. You know, we know all about Willy. Poet. (laughs) (laughs) Poet, playwright, actor. Yep. Actor.
1: All about the wood.
3: So he died in sixteen sixteen. Yeah. Which is a is a fact. Yeah, uh, he his birthday, didn't he? Uh, oh my god, I hope that's um, not Robert's no.
4: back. Well
3: not according wow. to Wikipedia. Oh, okay. it,
4: that's it, fine. it was
3: three days before his birthday anyway. Uh, oh. age fifty two. Oh. in Stratford upon Avon, you obviously. Yeah, um, he was buried uh, at the Church of the Holy Trinity in Stratford upon Avon. He was? We've been there. Yes. Have you uh, been there? No. I've been there. I've been there for a wedding and a I've been to Stratford, but
0: not, not there. No. Okay. Not Shakespeare's, obviously. Because he's okay. dead. He's dead. He is
3: dead. He is dead. How
0: However, but is Matt, Matt's from there. Oh,
3: right. That's
5: right,
3: I There you go. Well, this fact is for you. <laughs> 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 um, but did you know, did you know that on... Uh, Shakespeare's epitaph on his tomb, There is a Curse,
1: no.
3: and it, it reads, Good friend, for Jesus' sake forbear, To dig the dust enclosed here. Blessed be the man that spares these stones, And cursed be he that moves my bones. Oh! Go go
1: moving Shakespeare. Fact.
3: Facts. No. Yeah.
1: Well done, Rob. Well done. Well done. Episode 12 Weird Weather. We spoke about it, didn't we, Dave? We did. Having a hot flush there. Yeah. I know what will cool you down. What? Did you know there was such a thing as a snow spike? A what? A snow spike. A snow spike? Yes. A winter water spout, also known as a snow devil, an ice spout, an ice devil, a snow-nado, or a snow a said, snow They are an extremely rare instance of a water spike forming under the base of a snow squall, a sudden, moderately heavy snowfall. Very little is known about the phenomenon.
0: In episode 13, Ghostly Goings On, we talked about the wizard of Yester Castle.
1: Oh, yeah, with but, his sleeve.
0: No, with his army of goblins.
1: With his with his sleeve.
0: Okay. But did you know... German yep. archaeologists and historians have claimed that the wizards of early Europe wore hats of gold intricately what? embellished with astrological symbols. Wow. Four decorated cones have been uncovered at sites in Switzerland, Germany, and France. Dating where are back. They? To, I don't know where they are. <laughs> Dating back to the Bronze Age, these cone shaped objects were a mystery until now. What? With the theory that they were worn as ceremonial hats by Bronze Age oracles.
1: Wow. That's amazing! Yes! Yeah, that Dave, can I just say to you?
0: That fact almost killed your husband. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him. <laughs> <He> was...
1: <laughs> can I just tell you? I've got golden boots on.
0: You have? You should wear them on I your head. I should
1: wear them on my head. Have Do they got
0: astrological I'm symbols take them on them? Off and put them on my head. We need to carve astrological symbols into your boots.
1: They're, I think they're supposed to be crocodile.
0: Did you put them on not for the dinner table? I think you no, did. No, I did. You? Oh, well, I, it in
1: it. I didn't yeah. put them on, but, you know, didn't no. want to be fancy. i <clears but throat> fancy throat> right. boots. It's a great fact.
0: So, safe, moving swiftly on. In yes. episode 14, Oddities and Artifacts, we talked about the Gigas Codex. And our gigas noses.
1: We both have enormous noses. But
0: did you know the longest nose on a living person no. measures eight point eight centimeters long, what? or three point four six inches, from the bridge to the tip?
1: That's gigantic!
0: Massive. Well, it belongs to Mehmet Azurik from Turkey. It was measured on the set of Le Show de Record in Rome, Italy, on the 18th of March, 2010. Yes, it's that good dog.
5: <laughs> Where is the
1: dog bark? It's in the
0: In the pits of hell, I think. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: Hades!
0: Cerberus is... Uh... Oh
1: my God. There is an island near Italy that was the site of wars, a dumping ground for plague victim, victims, and an insane asylum.
0: No way.
1: <laughs> Po-ve- <laughs> Poveglia Island... Sorry? Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Poveglia, P-O-V-E-G-L-I-A, island, is considered so dangerously haunted...
0: <gasps> that we're going there next year!
1: ..that the uh-huh. Italian government does not allow public access.
0: Oh. What oh. the actual
1: that F?
0: That's amazing.
2: Weapons testing facility.
0: Povolovlia. Oh.
1: Povoli... Povagi, povigilia Mm. (laughs) (laughs) gina has been to Italy Jane has been P-O-V-E-G-L-I-A Poveglia? Poveglia! That sounds about right That sounds fabulous Mm. There you go
0: So our next fact comes from friend of the show (gasps) Lindsay (gasps)
1: Yay! Yes,
0: on the 18th of September and ties in with Ties in with episode 16. What's that up there?
1: What's that up there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) On the 18th of September in Time magazine, reported by Gina Martinez, a US Navy official confirmed the existence of unidentified flying objects. The videos that had been recently released to the public were not authorised And now, the spokesman for the US Navy, Joseph Gradisha, Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Information Warfare, confirmed that the videos that have been shared were unidentified aerial phenomenon. So, Rob (laughs) talked about the Shakespeare curse. Oh, yay! But have you ever heard of the Dimmock curse? No.
1: Dimmock, like nearby Dimmock? As in... More local? Yes. Wow.
0: So in episode 17, we talked about local legends and things from the forest. Oh, yeah. And so I started Googling that today... And found out about the Dimmock curse. Hmm. In 1892, a 17th century curse was discovered hidden in a cupboard at Wilton Place. What? Do you know where that is? In Dimmock? No? Uh, Okay. No. It is now housed in Gloucester Museum, so we need to go and see it. The curse is inscribed on a lead plate, which was common for curses to be written on in that time. Mm-hmm. At the top, it states the name Sarah Ellis.
1: Uh, wow! <gasps> we've got Rob and Gina Ellis here. Her
0: name, Sarah Ellis's name, was spelt backwards. And that was for whom the curse was laid. After that... There are symbols associated with the moon and seven spirit names of the moon also. And then the curse is written itself. And it reads, make this person to banish away from this place and country. Amen. (laughs) It's country, but it's spelled C-O-U-N-T-E-R-Y. I thought he
1: said something else. Counteray. Not like manterey. Amen
0: (laughs) to my desire, amen. Yeah.
1: She should not naughty swear.
0: No. So should we have another podcast?
1: Let's do it. So let's go go over to... to
10: Chris from Knowing My Nightmares. Hey Dave and Sophie, it's Charlie from the Knowing My Nightmares podcast, wishing you a super happy podcast anniversary. Not For The Dinner Table is amazing and I'm a huge fan, especially when it comes to your episodes about ghosts. I love all things haunting, and with all the research I've done for Knowing My Nightmares, I'm definitely a believer in spirits, ghosts, and poltergeists. But here is an alternative way at looking at how ghosts could exist. But be warned, this topic is not for The Dinner Table. what if ghosts were just a projection from your own mind? In Colin Wilson's book, Poltergeist, a classic study of destructive hauntings, Colin talks about a keeper at Cambridge who saw the ghost of a man in a hunting outfit sitting in an armchair. The keeper, however, had the feeling that this wasn't a ghost, but a projection from someone's mind. Someone still alive thinking of the good old times at Cambridge, and his mental connection was so strong he appeared before the Keeper. This is an interesting theory because we've all had dreams of places we've been throughout our lives. So consider this, if you are dreaming of a place you've been before, like a school or a previous home you've lived in, then possibly, you may be a ghost to someone who is awake in that same location. Check out the Knowing My Nightmares podcast at kmnpodcast.com or follow me on Twitter and Instagram at kmnpodcast for all things nightmarish. And again, congratulations not for the dinner table on your anniversary. It's so exciting. I can't wait for more episodes. Keep up the good work.
0: Thank you so much, Chris. We absolutely love that.
1: Thanks, Chris. That was
0: fab. And it's amazing to hear another theory about what ghosts could be. Although I still believe that ghosts are just paranormal investigators in another parrot. dimension. No, because para- you blame my dimension. mind
1: every time you do that. That's what I think they no. are. But still, that's kind of similar because it's like projecting...
0: Well, Chris believes that ghosts could be when you dream and you dream about someone or somewhere, you become a ghost in that area. In that
1: area. That's weird. That blows my mind yeah. too. Yeah, I love it. it. I'm mind blown. Really
0: Definitely check out the Know My Nightmares podcast. Do it. It's so good.
1: Excellent. Right. Shall we have the last of our table? At the
0: last time? of the table. Drum roll, Here please.
1: Is. It's
0: I kind so of hope much. that your fact is wor- worthy of that drum rolling. I feel like my <laughs> fact rolls. is kind of just going to lower the tone. Oh,
1: everything. yeah. We, we love the tone. T-
0: <laughs> we're an hour and ten in, Sam, so yeah.
1: <laughs> if we're that? not going to lower no it no now, we're never going <laughs> to.
5: Okay, my fact is that kangaroo, female kangaroos have three vaginas.
1: Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh. Mic drop. That's the end of the podcast. That's it. Yep. So. Thank you
0: for listening to Not for the Dinner Table. <laughs> <John>. <laughs>
1: you repeat it again
0: without was
2: laughing at
1: Right.
0: I can repeat it again if you wish. I don't uh, sure. think we need to, do
1: That's we? That's fantastic. fantastic. That was a great fact. Oh,
0: wow.
5: Well done, yeah. Sam. Thank you. That's what okay. You. No problem. Thank, Thank you
1: very you. much. That Thank you perfect. for having me. Thank you. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Okay. So now. In episode 18, we spoke about cults. Did you know that in the UK, there is an organisation called the Cult Information Centre, or CIC? Yes. (laughs) Good, because you found this fact, so I I did. you know. Um, It provides information and advice to members of what the organisation terms cult. In addition, it serves as a resource for information on controversial religious groups. Their aim is to make people aware of cults and what they can do.
0: So next up, safe. we've got the lovely Stacy from the Rough Giraffe podcast.
1: Amazing! With an
0: exceptional fun fact.
1: Wicked.
13: Hello, Dave. Hello, Sophie. This is the Snot Witch of Virusville. Only joking, it's Stacey from the podcast Rough Giraffe. And I've got a cold, so excuse my voice. I would like to tell you about the sky burials of Tibet. On our podcast, we have done a couple of episodes about death. And this is one of my favourite facts about how different people around the world... Dispose of bodies. So in the Tibetan mountains, the grounds are far too rocky for bodies to be buried. And the Tibetans and the Mongolians adhere to the beliefs of Buddhism. So they think when a person has died, their body is an empty vessel, their soul has already ascended to heaven. And so it doesn't really matter what you do with the body. So what they do is they cut up the body and leave it out for the vultures to descend and eat it. And so they put the bits of body all over the side of the mountain. The vultures come down, eat it all, peck away all the meat. And then they take the bones, they grind them down, mix it up with some flour. And it doesn't really say what happens then. I'm hoping they don't turn them into bone muffins for the next day but who knows so then when all the vultures fly away they say okay that's the soul gone off up to heaven bada bing bada boom done it's a nice clean way to get rid of the bodies and the wildlife get fed win-win really I don't know what you think about having your body eaten by birds and then having your bones ground down and crushed into bone muffins for breakfast the next day. Maybe when you're dead, it doesn't really matter as long as other people are getting fed. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Love the show. Keep up the good work. And ciao for now.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I do not want to be a bone muffin. (laughs) I really don't want to be a bone muffin. (laughs) I'll tell you what I would like, though. Yes. If I, my bones had to be ground down into flour, I wouldn't mind it then being used to like mark the lines at Wimbledon.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That, that's it. If you're ever ground into flour, I'm sending you to Wimbledon.
0: Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal trampling all over me. Oh (laughs)
1: yeah. What better way to go?
0: (laughs) Thanks, Stacey. Oh, we thank absolutely you. loved that fact.
1: And we hope you get better soon, Snotwitch. Yes,
0: yeah, snot witch. You were our favourite <laughs> Snotwitch of Virusville ever. I love that. <laughs> and listeners, definitely check out Rough Giraffe. It's yes.
1: absolutely fantastic. So, so funny. Yes. Right, so now we have Matthew, and he's going to read us episode 19
5: <clears throat> Mythical Creature Surprise. The griffin was perceived as the most powerful and majestic creature because it had the head and wings of an eagle, considered the king of the birds, and the hind legs, body and tail of a lion, considered the king of the beasts. The griffin was seen as a protector from evil witchcraft and slander. Though it's common to see the griffin in medieval heraldry, its origins stretch further
0: back in time across ancient Greece, Persia and ancient Egypt. I just love that the Griffin protects oh. against slander.
1: Me too. So
0: like someone's like, "Oh, you stupid bitch," and then like a Griffin just like, descends, no! and, pff- <laughs> and like just <laughs> destroys their eyes. <laughs>
1: I tell you what, they'd have a field day in Little Dean. <laughs> they would. They honestly, they would. would. Little Dean is rife. Well, with that. R- well, with the, well <laughs> don't <laughs> even talk about it. It's all. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> talking about it. Mad <laughs> Nana's Little Dean's Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even say it No Right Dave is reading a new weird
0: fact Okay in episode 20 We're like nearly up to the end
1: Wow So if anybody
0: wants to read some of the other ones Let me know So you can like come round Okay so in episode 20 chemtrails We talked about the conspiracy theory Chemtrails We did Funnily enough
1: Fabulous
0: conspiracy theories continue to intrigue many people but did you know according to lifescience.com, at least 50 percent of americans believe in at least one conspiracy theory do they yes Boy. ranging from the 9-11 attacks being fake to mm. the belief that president barack obama was not born in the united states <laughs> episode 21 odd sayings and where they come from yes in our odd sayings episode, yeah, there was one saying that I didn't get to cover. Oh, which was one that Matt and I use quite a lot: spur of the moment.
1: I love that phrase. It's or, a great as, phrase.
0: or as Matt says, spur of the minute.
1: What? Whoa. Yes. Never spur of that. the minute. No,
0: nor had I. <laughs> the first recorded usage of spur of the moment was in 1801. Spur, which also can mean haste. Meant that it was believed that spur of the moment grew from the, a haste to do something impromptu or without deliberation. Mm. I couldn't find an origin for spur of
1: the minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was oh. fabulous! Spare of the minute. It's a
8: great phrase. So. And is that why spurs are called spurs? Because you kick your horse with the spurs oh, you yes tie
1: them on? Oh, mm-hmm. nice link, Gina. That is absolutely <laughs> correct. Love it. Gina, Love do you it. want to read
0: the next part? Go on, Gina. Which, which so we're talking this one here,
8: 22 Haunted yes. Places. Yeah. Lovely. In 1943, the British military took control of the village of Tynham in Dorset. They told residents they had to leave temporarily. Mm. The villagers were never allowed to return. Tynham was going to be a base for British forces because they were going to be using live ammunition. The villagers were ordered to leave for their safety. To this day, the village remains under control of the military.
4: Oh,
1: yeah. Why? Wow. they never been in like that. Yeah. That's insane. it's a problem. That is literally really
0: the UK's Area 51, and yeah, we need, to, we need storm to storm it.
1: Storm <laughs> it now. <We're> storming <laughs> it. Where did it
0: say it? Tie Dorsets. We're there. We're all
1: jacked like to Dorsets. We can Dorset. take the tents. All, all six of us. This, yep. <laughs> It's, it's there's a taxi there's fourteen online. of us. There's fourteen Ooh. of us, Gina. Oh, we can do it. Yeah, yeah we can do it. Storming it. Doing it tonight. I'm just going to take my knot for the for the dinner table balloons. You yeah. Do. Yeah. So, we are going with our favorite, 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 favorite. sexy human being on the planet. Yes. Yeah, Me. Verity Clayton The
0: elusive host The
1: elusive host She's super, super, super great Super sexy, super everything And we love her This is your elusive host From Scary Stories Your favourite creepy therapy session About your deepest and darkest fears Did you know That statistically If you are murdered Your murderer is most likely to be someone you once deeply loved. And Dave and Soph, you know I really love you guys. Happy first year anniversary, and I hope there are many more years to come. Oh, Verity, your voice. Is, is just the best. For. But Seriously, please don't kill us. Don't kill us. We're we're a little bit frightened by that mate.
0: Yes. <laughs> we love you too.
1: Please come and see us soon. But don't bring any weapons, knives, <laughs> no guns, nothing. No. Please don't kill us. But we would love to see you.
0: And if you're listening to Not for the Dinner Table and you haven't checked out Scary Stories podcast yet, you absolutely need to. You
1: really need to because it is the best thing ever. And yeah. literally. If you just want to relax for half an hour, listen to her voice. It's incredible.
0: Relax and also feel extremely scared.
1: At the same time. Yes. It's brilliant. Now we've got the episode 23 facts.
0: We talked about the Bermuda Triangle in episode 23, but have you heard of the Alaska Triangle? Ding. Located in a vast expanse of wilderness in the northernmost US state. Within this zone are vast areas of largely unexplored wilderness. It is said since 1988 a staggering 16,000 people have vanished in the what? Alaska Triangle, oh. never to be heard of again. That's
1: amazing.
0: But what causes the disappearances? Weather.
1: Weird weather. <laughs> <laughs> I well, know. The Bears. Barbecue. Glacier. Avocado barbecued eggs.
0: Theories range from evil spirits to an entity called Kushtaka, a shape shifting. Of course. A shape shifting demon said to look like a cross between a man and an otter.
4: What?! <laughs>
0: <A> <laughs> yeah.
3: Face. I know. Well, that's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> and.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Relating it back to episode twenty-three, yes. it is also claimed that the Alaska Triangle is one of the vortices theorised by Ivan T. Sanderson, who we talked about.
1: Wow! Yeah, the Alaska Triangle. You
0: have got a vortices. You
1: have. <laughs> Dad's got a big vortex mm. in his back of passage. <laughs> I thought you were going to say oh, I thought you were going to say vortex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. loves it. So now, David, we've got two weird facts yes from olivia and katie from what's the name podcast i can't
0: wait
12: hi everyone i'm katie nelson and i'm olivia mickle we're two academic sisters and we host a podcast called what's her name What's Her Name podcast tells you the stories of fascinating women that you've never heard of. We're unearthing the histories of really interesting women that have slipped through the cracks of our collective history. We add era appropriate music. We interview really fascinating experts, everyone from professors to authors to the manager of a brothel museum. (laughs) We cover it all. One of my favorite facts that we have uncovered on the show is the fact that the planet uranus or uranus (laughs) was discovered by a woman and she initially named it george i call it george now yeah me too in general george is so much more pleasant than uranus so much better but uh, the international community said no and they made her change it she was a german brit lived in bath caroline herschel she's amazing another of my favorite fun facts is about adelaide Herman, who was more famous than houdini and that she also made it her mission in life to go around exposing fraudulent yeah, mediums. I love imagining. Because she believed very strongly that magic should only be used for entertainment and never for evil. I love imagining those scenes where she's exposing yeah. all of these seances for the frauds that they are. Yeah, I wonder if she went undercover. Yeah. And was like, surprise, I'm Adelaide Herman and I know how you exactly. did it. Exactly. If you want to hear more amazing stories about fascinating women you've never heard of, then check out What's Her Name podcast. You can find us at whatshernamepodcast.com, on all social media, and everywhere you find podcasts, including Spotify and YouTube. What's Her Name, all one word.
0: Can we take a moment to just appreciate that Uranus (laughs) used to be called George? George! I love that.
1: I love it too. I wish
0: all of the planets had names of just
1: I think we're going to have to do a podcast and rename every planet.
0: Yes, with the name of a man or a woman. Definitely. Yeah. We should do it. Like Venus can be called Molly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And Earth would be called Fred or (laughs) something like that. Barry. Barry, yeah. (laughs) Something really bland. Planet Baza. Planet Baz. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! And Adelaide was it Adelaide wow. or Adeline?
1: Adelaide
0: Oh, <gasps> I love that she was out there stopping Outing. all the fake mediums, Fighting
1: fake mediums with their
0: cheesecloth pouring out of their mouths.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Katie and yeah, Olivia. Thank you. We loved that, and it we absolutely brilliant. love what's her name. Definitely, definitely check out their podcast. It's what's fantastic. Interesting women you've never heard of.
1: Fab. Episode 24, we talked about witchcraft murder. Oh, it was good. So good. So good. We've literally not long done that. And that was fan-bloody-tastic. We talked about the murder of Charles Walton in 1945 that had links to witchcraft. Unfortunately, there's a more recent case of someone being killed being a, a witch. In 2012, it was reported that Eric Bikubi well and Magali Bamu tortured. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not, no, funny. It's not funny. Tortured no, 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 no. and killed a 15-year-old boy because they <gasps> believed he was a witch. Oh. The boy who was Mag. Maglili's brother, (laughs) I'm really sorry, I'm I'm mangling this, was killed after being abused for several days. Horrendous. I know. They believed he was possessed by evil spirits and the pair were jailed for murder. I'm not bloody surprised, that's horrendous, how dare you? They should (laughs) be
2: asking themselves who was actually possessed by
1: Oh Andy Good point from the sex worker. Andy is
2: possessing <laughs> <things>. Yeah,
0: is we go. Right, so episode 25 is our last fact, though. Oh. And that was paranormal exploration. But did you know that paranormal research dates back to the 18th century? No. With organizations such as the Society for Physical Research investigating spiritual manners. Manners? Oh. Matters. Matters. It was formed in 1882. (laughs) Areas of study for the society included hypnotism, thought transference, apparitions and haunted houses. The society even introduced new words into the English vocabulary, including telepathy, which was coined by Frederick W.H. Myers, one of the society's members.
1: Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Fabulous. Yeah, no, yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank, you, thank you, thank
0: you,
5: thank you. Well thanks,
1: done, thanks, thanks, Great facts.
0: Thanks.
8: Gina, you had a dinosaur fact. Okay, a fact, so I can't. Well, I can't look at my phone, so I'm going no. to try and remember it. But I think the Tyrannosaurus Rex is more. Closer in time, that's probably not very it? good. This this it's good, isn't yeah. it? It's closer in time to the iPad than it is to the Stegosaurus.
11: Wow! Oh. So,
8: the Tyrannosaurus, oh, no. when that was roaming around, Stegosauruses oh, no. were already fossils. Already extinct.
0: Wow! wow. wow. Yeah. Fossils. So amazing.
8: Amazing.
0: Right, guys, <clears throat> we did send out some uh, requests we into did. the ether. And we have had some facts sent in. We have. By two of our listeners.
1: Who are married.
0: Who are married.
1: And we love them. And
0: we absolutely love them. They are them.
1: fantastic. And they always get involved whenever we put anything out. Yes. So, shall I go first? Or shall I just read them? Just Do you want me to just read
0: them? To say Lucy and James. <laughs> okay. We love so, you. So,
1: Lucy and James, who are married... <laughs> 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 I don't know why I keep saying that <laughs> um, so Lucy sent in a photo which I'm going to pass around on my phone now oh, hello.
2: Um,
1: so a photo of the alleged alleged RMS Titanic, Titanic oh. taken in 1961
10: oh. which so
1: is awesome. 49 years after oh, it sank can it there have oh, been... Re- that's not true. Because Calm down, happen. everyone. Calm down, everyone. It there have easy. been reported 11 sightings of her since her first and last final voyage wow. in 1912. Wow. Lucy, you absolutely blew my mind with this. Yeah,
0: well done, Lucy.
1: Well done. Lucy's husband, James, then responded with, My brother's a pilot. Oh, yeah. All right, then, James. And he just informed me that when you first take off on a long-haul flight, this is insane, you don't have enough fuel to make it anywhere near your destination. What? No. But as you burn fuel, your plane becomes lighter and the range becomes greater. So so, it can go faster, it can go go further. So James sent that to
0: us whilst I was in Fort Ventura, and I was like, "Fuck you, James!"
1: (laughs) And then on the day that Dave came back, I sent him (laughs) a message saying, "Hope your plane's got enough fuel to get you back."
3: (laughs) Would (laughs) you call (laughs) Fort Ventura long
0: range? Four hours. Okay, so we also received some facts from my mum.
1: Yes! Fabulous.
0: Indeed. So, I'm going to read this out and you guys can chip in with what you think.
1: I'm going to turn my microphone round so that it's facing you guys. Do
0: you or any of your friends remember things from the past that you found out didn't happen as you or groups of you recall? This is the Mandela Effect, so named because Nelson Mandela died at the age of 95 in his home on the 5th of December 2015, but large groups of people in different countries remember him dying in prison in the 1980s. Some can even recall seeing his funeral being broadcast on TV. In brackets, I remember this. Here are a few. What do you remember? The Queen's song, We Are The Champions, final lyric. Do they sing, we are the champions, or we are the champions of the world? Of the
7: world. Of the, the world. world. of the world. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh. It's not. It's just we are the champions. And then it, like, fades out. But when? So the, At
0: the end. So the yeah. official So the official recording Thank of God. the song ends, we are the champions, without of the world on it.
4: Oh, so <laughs>
0: Yes. It could be something Freddie Mercury added in a live performance. Thank you, Gina. Ah.
2: TV oh, and film. So
0: not- TV and film. What do you remember it being called? Sex in the city or sex and the city?
8: In
1: the city. And and the city Sex and, and the city and. Oh, oh and and. no, actually no. No, and. 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 Yeah. The city. And. and city oh, And the
0: um, So yeah. most people Including many award ceremonies in America While calling out the nominees Called it Sex in the city But it's Sex and yeah. the city So here's one for the Star Wars fans yes. Darth Vader's phrase In Empire Strikes Back is it no? I am your father, or Luke? I am your father.
2: Luke.
8: I
1: would
0: say Luke. I would say Luke. Yeah. Before, but
1: now I, but I, am now, your I don't father.
5: know if it is now. So yeah. it is. It is no. I am your father. <gasps> <gasps> dun dun dun. dun. i never do, seen do, in do, 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 do. I'll, I'll watch it tomorrow.
0: to confirm. Thank you. <laughs> the Monopoly Man. Describe the cartoon man, Mr. Pennybags, on all boxes of the board game Monopoly. Do you remember him wearing a monocle? Yes. Yes. I, yes.
4: Yes. I've heard. Yeah. I think yes. I think, yeah. yeah.
8: But he doesn't, doesn't he? Uh, yeah,
0: so okay. do many others, but oh. he has never worn a oh, monocle in any no, of he, his pictures.
7: And I, I think of him. The peanut him. I think of man. Bruce. Does, on the peanut man. The peanut man. Yeah, he wears a
1: monocle.
0: Disney film Snow White oh, yeah. in the magic oh. mirror scene what do you remember the Wicked Queen saying? Is it mirror, mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all? Yes. Oh. Or is it magic mirror on the wall who is mirror, the fairest of them all? I would have mirror,
7: mirror but since you said magic. it
0: like that I want to say magic mirror. Yeah. It is magic mirror oh. on the wall.
2: Oh, baby. bloody we're learning a lot tonight. Oh, yes. we? JFK's
0: assassination, how many people were in the car? Four or six? 48. Four. 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 Or maybe there
2: were six.
0: six. It was six. Ooh. But many reenactments show four. Wow. That way. This is so famous. <laughs> how could so many people get it wrong? Also in the Bible, which animal lays down with the lamb?
4: Lions.
0: Lion. <laughs> lots, Badger. lots of paintings.
4: Badger. Badger. Uh,
0: always depict this as a lion, but when you check, it's a wolf. Uh, <gasps> yeah. The Wizard of Oz. Dorothy's shoes. Do they have bows or no bows? Bows. No
3: bows. No
8: bows. The no bows. They have red, red, red,
0: red bows. bows.
2: Yeah, Monkeys. Oh, no 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 yeah. And, and, the as well.
0: and what color oh, were Dorothy's? <laughs> Stockings or socks.
8: Beige.
0: Oh, white. white. Or oh, I don't know now. What did, did you, you say? Red. Tope. Maybe. Maybe I wearing. thought you
8: said taupe. Taupe. <laughs> was that the answer?
2: <laughs>
0: no, they're blue. Blue. Oh. Well done, Luke.
8: Yes. Luke got that
0: right. These are just a few, but there are many, many more. What's going on? Are the conspiracy theorists correct? And are we living in a parallel universe? Do your listeners have any that they remember? If you do, listeners, email us at not for the dinner table at gmail.com. Yep. Believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. Hope this may help. Love, Mum.
1: Thanks, Mum.
0: Thanks, Mum. That's well it. Well done,
1: Jim. That was bloody brilliant.
0: So before we get to our outro, we have two special listeners leftovers for this evening. Yes, we the do. The first is from M from Verbal Diorama. Hi, 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 hi.
4: Listeners
14: leftovers. Hi Dave and Soph, it's M from Verbal Diorama and I just wanted to say happy anniversary not for the dinner table. Oh, sorry that was terrible. <laughs> um, so I promised you a story. Um, I've always believed in spirits and that I've had a spirit watching over me um, pretty much ever since I was a child. My grandma died when I was five, and I've always felt her presence in my life. So I'm never fearful of spirits, but there was this one time that I still remember really vividly and find really spooky. So when I was a kid, I went on a trip with the school to like a battle reenactment. I was about nine or ten, I think. It was the site of a really famous local historical battle. And there were basically loads of people dressed up in military uniforms, essentially pretending to kill each other anyway. Oh, hi, Jess. Me and my best friend um, weren't really all that interested, honestly, in what was going on. And we were just like hanging back from the group, joking around, basically being nine slash ten year old girls. So our group had to move on to another area of the reenactment. And so we had to walk down this pathway to get to it. Um, it was quite long. It kind of took a couple of minutes to walk down and it had fencing on one side and this massive like six foot hedge on the other. And we were lagging behind the rest of the group and we're about like, halfway down this path when this uniformed man was walking towards us and he looked like he was part of the battle Um He stopped us and asked if we were learning stuff. And we just like said we were because this guy was asking us. uh, We weren't. And he looked at us rather sternly and said, lots of men died during this battle. You should pay attention and learn about it. So their deaths weren't in vain. I'm paraphrasing, but it was along those lines. Um, We kind of nervously laughed and walked really briskly away from this. Well, we really weird old man and happened to look back and the man had completely disappeared. Um, there was nowhere he could have gone there were no holes in the fencing no holes in the hedge he just totally vanished Um, we actually ran to the end of that pathway to catch up with the rest of the school group and it spooked me out ever since and I just always remember this particular school trip and yeah it's really spooky anyway love to you both love the podcast keep up the amazing work and here's to another year bye
0: i absolutely love em from verbal diorama thank you for sharing that that's amazing and we want to know more about the spirit that you think that is with you all the time mm. that's amazing so good and i want to be on your show em just saying if we could <gasps> go and talk about movies that'd be great
1: just like plug yourself in there dave
0: yes and our second listeners leftovers is from mike from the pleasing terrors oh. podcast so take it away mike
11: Hi, my name is Mike Brown. I'm the host of the Pleasing Terrors podcast. I want to share with you a quick story uh, about a really creepy experience um, my wife and I had in the beginning of last year. In January of 2018, we went to Duluth, Georgia, to attend a Killers concert, and we were staying in a, a chain motel. And the next morning before we drove home, we decided that we were going to just kill some time uh, before we got on the road. And there was a mall right next to where we were staying called the Gwinnett Place Mall. And we went inside and started walking around. And you could tell that this mall had once been a, a big popular mall, but was now dying. Half the stores were closed. It just felt like the place that its best days were behind it. And we walked all through the mall and we went to the food court and there were no restaurants open in the food court. Everything was closed. And we started to get this really intense feeling, a a negative feeling. It was almost overpowering. My wife described it as feeling like something bad was about to happen. And it was so strong that we decided we needed to leave and get out of there. Later in the day, I was so curious about it that I Googled the mall and it turns out that just a few weeks before we were there that the police had found the body of a murdered college student in an abandoned subway restaurant in the food court of that mall her boyfriend had murdered her and left her there and she had been missing for several months that same mall and that same food court were used in the most recent season of stranger things So that's just a creepy little story I thought I would share. Thank you for listening.
1: Mike, that was absolutely bloody amazing. Can you believe...
0: (laughs) Stranger Things.
1: Stranger Things.
0: The Stranger Things Mall they were in.
1: And someone died in it. In Subway. And... It's a bloody great mall. As it well. is. Like when they were doing it, I was like, when, I'd they, like when to go we there. watched it, I was like, wow, this is a great mall.
0: Mike, if you've got any pictures, send it to us.
1: Yeah, send us the photos.
0: And please check out the Pleasing Terrors podcast and Verbal Diorama.
1: They are both fan-bloody-tastic. And thank you so, so much for giving us those little stories.
0: Yes. Well, that's it, Soph. <gasps> no. That's the end of our anniversary podcast. Yay!
1: Yay, but, no,
0: but yay. Uh, so oh. a massive thank you to Kitsy Clayton and DJ Jimmy, one-want from Oddity Files, the podcast, Kathy from Friends in Your Ears, Chris from Knowing My Nightmares, Bailey and Vanessa from Booze and Spirits, the elusive host, Verity Clayton from Scary Stories. Lush. We'd also like to thank Mike from Pleasing Terrors Podcast, Stacey from Rough Giraffe, and Olivia and Katie from What's Her Name? Yeah. And M from Verbal Diorama. Yeah. And also a big thank you to our lovely guests.
1: Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast and want to help it grow, then tell a friend. It's the best way to help the podcast grow. You can follow us on our social media platforms on Twitter at NFTDT, on Instagram at
1: notforthe_dinnertable, underscore dinner table.
0: At Facebook.
1: At not for the dinner table.
0: Or you can email us on
1: at NotForthe Dinner Table. At gmail.com.
0: Or the ats. Send us your listener stories, ask us questions, <laughs> or send us recordings of Not for the Dinner Table News, Conspiracy Fondue, yes, please. or any other jingles I've that you really would like. Uh, If you could leave us a review Wherever you found the podcast That would be great Especially Apple Podcasts If you use that platform Yes You can listen to Not For The Dinner Table On SoundCloud Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher And PodCoin And PodCoin Or wherever you find podcasts The podcast was written And produced by Me And me
1: Hurrah
0: And Gina And Andy And Rob And Chloe And Luke And Sam And Nigel And Matt Hurrah (laughs) Our logo was created by Kaylee, and you can see more of her work on Instagram at
1: Kay Creates Design.
0: And our music was by Chris from the Ask Karen <laughs> podcast, and you can find Ask Karen wherever you found Not for the Dinner Table. Thanks, and
1: Chris. Check you're a it superstar. out.
0: It's an awesome show. And remember, everyone's welcome at our dinner table. Oh, we're
1: going to ask our friends who's not welcome,
0: except.
1: Ooh. Oh, anybody got one? <laughs> Boris Johnson. Nate no, he's been and gone. Oh, Gee, no, we've I, done I'm him a, a million times. Okay.
7: Ted Bundy.
1: Oh! oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Anybody else got one? Ooh, not yeah. Nate. Donald yeah. Trump. Jacob Trump. Trump. Jacob rees mogg Jacob rees mogg Jacob rees mogg you're oh. a cock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! Thanks for that. Pardon? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, okay. We're, we're descending into carnage.
0: Indeed. Yeah,
1: there we go. Right, save. Thanks for
0: listening it's to been a our pleasure. anniversary special. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Say bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. You said Jacob Reese mine Hey.
4: <laughs> Jacob <laughs>
3: The dinner table is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more.